in testing, making sure the sound is good. Welcome back to Strip Down. It's just me today. I decided, you know what? I'm gonna do my own little solo episode because I haven't done one in a while. And obviously, for those that have listened, Justin and I did our podcast together um, as him as my guest for our birth story for our daughter, Arlie. And so I thought, hey, you know what? I'm up. I just nursed Arlie. I just changed her because she had a poop explosion. (laughs) Um, And I had a milk explosion. My boobs are leaking. I am in full-blown beginning of motherhood once again. So um, I just wanted to kind of do a solo and talk about, you know, um, what that looks like for me and being a second-time mom um, and all that because I'm already getting questions in my social about it. I haven't been on my social um, really to respond just yet. Um, I've decided to stay dark and I'll just kind of uh, be in the baby bubble and relax and give myself that time because I didn't honor that for myself last time when it came to Amelia. I was really trying to do too much and I think that that contributed to a lot of different things with myself. So I'm trying really hard to just work when you know I feel like I have the time and not put so much pressure on myself to do so much. So that being said, I had the urge to do a solo podcast and I thought, hey, while Arlie is sleeping and Amelia is sleeping, let me go ahead and knock this out. So if you guys listened to the last episode, you know that Arlie is here. I got my V back, which I am just so beyond happy and grateful for, and I am recovering. So, you know, I um, I would say this recovery is so much easier than my C-section was. And of course, you know, granted, everything was so different. I was a brand new mom and I had no idea what to expect from Amelia's birth and also a C-section after 42 hours of labor, which was obviously very hard on my body. Um, but it's just amazing how this time around, feel like things just so aligned and you know I got my V back yes it was really hard I had to work for it because Arlie was quite big um bigger than Amelia uh you know did not expect to be having a nine pound three ounce 22 and three quarter inches long baby um but you know there she was um and somehow um you know our bodies are freaking amazing we allow them to do what they can do and Dr. Brock my amazing back doctor who you know had the vacuum assist and really knew how bad and what I wanted and you know was like okay we're gonna do this and made it happen um I just am like so grateful for and my doula Stacy um who you guys know I've talked about several times and shared on social she was just so great about advocating for me and you know teaching me and empowering me about my VBAC and continuing to give me that support and that confidence even virtually because think that was a huge part of it you know was just knowing like I had so many people that believed in me and were reminding me I could do it I had so many moms in my mom community that just they were just amazing you know they just um I get a little choked up because you know this mom community that I've built and that has come around me from Amelia's you know birth and everything and my sharing it's wild how much like I've grown with them and they've grown with me and you know they write me all the time and just ask me questions and how I'm feeling and you know you've got this and you can do this and so many moms have become friends from social and things like that that 
you know, also had VBACs and were encouraging me. Um, I'm in an amazing Facebook group, the VBAC, um, Facebook group, the, the VBAC link from the VBAC link podcast. I mean, I just, I did so much to empower myself this time around. I think that was the difference between heavily between Amelia and Ari's birth. With Amelia, I feel like it was all control and I wanted to control everything and I wanted to, you know, make sure every single thing went to my quote unquote birth plan and everything had to be this and everything had to be that. Everything had to look pretty, you know, in my mind, this is this, this is that. I realized like, you know, birth is beautiful, but it's also like messy and chaotic and there are no guarantees and there's so much that is up in the air and so much changes and you know it's not a birth plan it should really be like your birth strategy or preferences and then going in and knowing hey these things can change you know with Amelia I wasn't open to any changes and with Arlie like even though I still wanted of course I wanted my VBAC so badly I knew that I was going to be crushed if I didn't get it and that's just being honest but I knew that you know things could change and you know they did almost change you know when I was in labor with Arlie you know my um my fever um, spiked, you know, well, well, I spiked a fever, um, <laughs> mom brain, um, you know, I spiked a fever and, you know, they, th- you know, Dr. Brock thinks it was like maybe in the amniotic fluid or something, whatever, but, you know, it, it did spike. They gave me antibiotics. Thank God I came down and so did Arlie, so everything was safe. But because that had happened, you know, Dr. Brock was like, okay, I can no longer have you just fevering and trying to push. Now we have to get her out because did spike a fever and I don't want to take any chances and I understand that and so that was not expected because I didn't have any fevers with Amelia and you know um who knows you know it could have been because I had so many medical checks you know I mean the really you don't know obviously when you're you know in labor and giving birth um you know again things happen things change you know who knows the medicine spiked me who knows if it was just because I had so many fingers you know inside of me checking me time you just don't know so anyways I did not expect that and you know that definitely shook things up because went from I'll give you basically like however long it takes for you to prolac which um so for those that don't know prolac you know as far as um medical term is concerned they say when you're going for a VBAC they let you tolac so basically trial of labor after a cesarean so when you you know are going through your tolac it's basically just to see that you can labor your body's doing it and that you know um, hopefully it will turn into you actually pushing and delivering vaginally so it's a trial of labor if you will um when you're going through a VBAC so in the beginning you know it was like okay we're gonna let you just go and see how long this goes and you know how things play out because everything was safe everything was healthy and there are many times where it takes time to labor, you know, the baby down. Um, and that's just normal, you know, like, yes, there are some births who, of course, are quick, but there are many, many births that, you know, if you look at like evidence-based birth and so many other different, you know, ACOG and all different medical, you know, um, sites, you can see how more labors are longer than others because it's just the way your body is and the way you labor down and especially if you're doing things a more natural and all those things. So for me, you know, I wasn't 100% natural this time, but I was on a uh, light walking epidural. So it was a very light epidural where I could still feel everything, which I chose to obviously feel because I needed to feel everything that was going on so I could feel I was in control in the sense of control of my body. 
necessarily control of the situation, but I realized like, okay, for my body to feel good and for my body to, um, for me and my body and mind to connect and to know I'm doing the right things, that was really important for me. So, you know, I did the walking epidural, you know, was a light enough feeling that I could feel everything going on. I had a little bit of edge taken off of me versus full-blown natural. I was full-blown natural at home laboring and then when I first got to the hospital in the first hour or so and I had stayed full natural and then I realized that you know I was progressing really fast. I was like almost at I think like an, almost like I think an eight by the time they gave me um, the epidural and you know it was getting to be really intense and I just needed something to take the edge off. To be honest I don't know how much I felt like the edge was taken off, but I just felt like there was a tiny bit of pain relief, which I needed. So I was glad that I was able to do that. Um, but at the same time, I knew I couldn't do a full throttle epidural. Um, I didn't want Pitocin because that's what I had had with Amelia. And regardless, of course, things are different in every birth. I just I knew that concoction really didn't work for me. I knew I didn't appreciate that I couldn't feel anything within my own body and that the Pitocin was too intense for me. So I really stayed away from that. I made that really clear in my birth preferences, you know, with Dr. Barack and the team that I didn't want to go that way. And they honored that and they understood that. And, you know, as long as nothing changed, it was cool for me to, you know, stay within that. So luckily in that sense, you know, I was able to keep that. So again, with this fever happening, this changed quickly and it was like, okay, we're not in panic, but like, going to get baby girl out you know one way or another so it went from hey we're gonna let you like labor as things go to hey guess what um you gotta like make this happen and if we don't then you know sorry but unfortunately we have to go to a c-section because we gotta you know we gotta make things happen so that was something i didn't expect to hear even though i had prepped myself to know that that could happen um that was something i did not expect so, you know, again, <laughs> birth changes, you know, within a second and you kind of have to just go with it. I think that one of the biggest things I learned from Amelia's birth is like, I really didn't go with anything. Um, I really tried to stick to everything I wanted on that chart and everything I had really written out and felt because I felt like that was where I aligned. I didn't realize that I was really fighting everything and fighting within myself and obviously fighting within what was going on with her and all that and I really believe babies kind of choose their births I mean I think we obviously as women do everything we can to be able to birth however we choose to birth but at the end of the day the babies really do choose and I think that Arlie aligned with me for you know my VBAC and I'm very just I'm so thankful that she did but that being said in the moment when it was time you know and it was like that pushing time and all that you know it was really intense and I had been pushing you know, for like three hours, um, just like really like laboring her down and getting her as close to the next station as possible because she was already down there and things were happening. I was already complete. It was just a matter of, you know, taking it to the next level. And, you know, I, um, I don't know. I just, in the moment, even though I was scared shitless and was like, oh my God, I can't believe he just said potentially another C-section. In my mind, I was just like, no, this is what you worked for. This is what you have been telling yourself since literally you got pregnant, like you're doing this. And my mind really took over and helped my body. And I really believe like so much is in our minds, you know, when it comes to anything. And I just like freaking put my mind to it. 
really, really focused and concentrated, you know, drowned out all the noises, all of everything going on, really got in my space, put my, you know, meditation in my ears, listened to fear releasing. I listened to um, all about, you know, body positivity. Our bodies were meant to do this. Our bodies birth babies all the time, you know, and just really like called on that and the wisdom and the empowerment around me and just focused super hard on that and reminded myself like, I can do this. Like I can freaking do this. Body's been doing it the whole time. Like she's been low. She's been engaged. Like this is all happening. I can do it. And I just had to keep reminding myself of that. Like I can do this. And so, you know, that was really, I think a huge part of me getting my successful VBAC. And obviously Dr. Brock being amazing that, you know, he was able to vacuum assist, at least get her, you know, to where we needed her. And then I pushed her out. So, you know, um, it's been about a little over a week and I've been trusting to being mama of two and it is definitely intense. Uh, I knew it would be, but Amelia has really started to become a full-blown kind of crazy toddler, which, you know, she really has been super easy in that sense of the toddler stage. And I knew things would change, obviously, when we had another one. But I think to like see the changes and experience them and to be like, oh my gosh, she no longer looks like a baby to me. No longer look at her as a baby. Like it's it's very wild and it's really um, emotional and really like mentally kind of just like, whoa, like what just happened? And as much as like we rocked her world with a new you know, baby and baby sister, like she's rocking ours in the sense of like, she's just, she's so hyper and she's so you know just crazy and you know doing things that she wouldn't normally do like blowing bubbles and spitting out water and like just dumb things like you know that are like totally like not that big a deal but like in the moment because there's so much going on and because she hasn't done that before it's like oh my god what is going on like why are you being so crazy and so I have to constantly remind myself like she just had her world rocked our world is brand new too. We're adjusting as a family of four. I'm adjusting of a mom of two. And it's going to be a little crazy. And things are going to be a little hectic. And, you know, I'm glad that I kind of lowered my expectations before I even had Arlie. I was given really good advice by lots of different friends and experts. And just all people in my birth community that were like, listen, like your expectations you have with Amelia, lower them like again now with, you know, and like the girls and just lower expectations period so you don't make yourself insane and I think that that's been really good advice because I haven't felt as like out of control as I think maybe I would have felt when you know I first had um Amelia and like I was judging everything I was doing and I felt like oh my god I'm not doing enough and I have to do more and you know look at this and I'm watching this on social and I would compare and I would get down on myself and I would stress myself and I think that's why this time around, you know, I also, of course, wanted to like honor everything going on in the world and kind of be dark. But regardless of that, I feel like I've chosen to kind of take my time to announce her, to come back on social, to allow myself that time to just be, and not feel like I have to rush back to a clock and to speak to my community and everyone. And don't get me wrong, like I love engaging with everyone and I can't wait to get back on and answer everyone's questions and connect and everything because I love it 
but at times like you know it's draining and right now obviously with being a new mom again and having two girls like it's very draining just in the sense of I'm recovering I'm you know, I'm learning I'm healing all these things and it's like I got to give myself permission to be like I'm gonna allow myself to not feel like I have to be online 24 7 right now I'm going to allow myself to myself that I don't have to get everything done in the house right now going to lower my expectations i'm going to enjoy the baby snuggles i'm going to enjoy watching amelia and arlie bond i'm going to enjoy being in the moment with justin and the girls like i'm going to be more in the moment and i'm going to enjoy more and know that this time is really fast and that you know the newborn stage will fly by as it does you know as we all learn as moms and this time around i'm going to try to be a little bit more present to all that and especially being that we're, you know, kind of just coming out of quarantine and still home and everything else. I'm really using this time to like use that as a silver lining to be like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this time. And let me just tell you, as crazy as it is, like yesterday, you know, I was really full blown with the girls. Justin had a very busy day with work and I was, you know, with Amelia and Arlie, you know, downstairs in our house. I was cleaning up. I was doing the dishwasher. I was trying to get things sorted. I was playing with Amelia, reading her books, trying to keep her entertained. Arlie, thank God, is a really good baby so far. Knock on wood. She sleeps a ton. Um, I am nursing around the clock, but she sleeps a ton because of it. And I'm so grateful because that was something also that I didn't have with Amelia in the beginning. So Arlie like just sleeps. And she's so chill when it comes to Amelia. Like Amelia will be screaming and she'll just be laying there like, right, whatever. <laughs> um, and she'll like, you know, doze back off or she'll open her eyes and look around and then she'll go back to sleep. Like it's just so chill when it comes to her personality so far and when it comes to handling her sister, which thank God, because Amelia, like I said, has become like full throttle crazy toddler pay attention to me which is understandable like she definitely senses the change she definitely senses that you know things are different and I want her to obviously still feel very special I feel like she still has time with just me she has time with just daddy you know and she also has time with her sister and she's really good with Arlie like it's really sweet to see how much she constantly says hold it baby hold baby sister hold baby Arlie um, and she really already knows her name she holds her and she kisses her and she loves on her and she really loves her baby sister but let's be real like regardless that she loves her baby sister she still wants her own attention she still wants to know she has us and I could just see you know the difference in how she is so I'm trying to be really sensitive to that and not get like so upset even though I'm totally guilty of getting frustrated yesterday um, and just like remind myself like she is adjusting as well and she's learning how to be a big sister she's learning how to share us and all that and so I think that that's like a huge part of what I'm learning as a you know, new mom of two is like what that looks like and you know how I adjust to that and just going with the flow so much more you know like yesterday when I was playing with Amelia I was reading her a book. I was nursing Arlie at the same time because Arlie was having a moment. It was really fussy. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm already reading a book to Amelia, so I'll just hold Arlie here and nurse, and I'll just have them both. And Amelia was, you know, a little bit weird about it. She was kind of looking at me like, okay, you're going to keep reading to me? You're going to pay attention to her? And I did my best with, you know, reading to her as well as paying attention to Arlie. And then Arlie spit up on me, and, you know, Amelia's like, oh, gross, and, you know, the whole thing. 
and I feel like maybe like myself being when I had Amelia I would have like freaked out and been like oh my gosh I need to change this and I honestly kind of just like sat there and laughed and was like oh okay well this is full-blown motherhood with two you know especially having a toddler and a newborn and like I just kind of wiped myself off with my little uh, 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 nursing pad you know that's in my bra to help with like my leakage and just kind of like wiped myself off made sure Arlie was you know soaked just kind of moved on and kept nursing her and kept reading and then once I was done with all of that then I got cleaned up then I got Arlie cleaned up and you know moved on but I think again like lowering my expectations being more in the moment being more um present to allowing things just to kind of be and happen versus fighting it is really helping me in this like first you know week of being a new mama again so I just like been reflecting a lot on that thinking about that and how that's like helped me and I'm sleeping really well knock on wood right now like granted I'm waking up um you know to nurse her but only to nurse her like nurse and change and put her back down like she's not fussing Ellie's not keeping me up like she's letting me sleep which has been a godsend with like my healing um and all of that which okay we just <laughs> talk about the vaginal delivery for a second and the healing again C-section for me, in my opinion, is so much more intense and so much worse when it comes to the surgery and the healing, but I had never had a vaginal birth, so I had no idea to expect, and like this is, it's intense in a different way, like holy crap, like, you know, kudos to all the moms who have only done vaginal and figured out this whole science of like what your vagina is like and what you do to get it back and this and that, because I'm still learning and thank God I have so many people in my community that are, you know, giving me advice and teaching me. But like, oh my gosh, talk about, okay, I have to quote my good friend and hilarious uh, comedian that you guys all know and love who was on my show, Angelina Spicer. Angelina was like, texts me after, you know, I have Arlie and I'm home and she's making sure I'm good because she's just so good like that to the mom community. And she's all about making sure that, you know, that postpartum period is really, you know, held sacred and that you're taking care of as a mother and she's just amazing like that so shout out to my girl angelina but so <laughs> she texts me and she's like i gotta get to you that vagina is raw and i'm like yeah i know it is and she's like no just wait girl like when this all everything wears off and the adrenaline like it's raw and i had no idea because i didn't realize i was still kind of obviously on a high from my v-back and from of course having early and becoming a mom of two and seeing a newborn again all the things you know our hormones are crazy and then the adrenaline I didn't realize like I guess how much pain I was actually in until it settled in so you know she comes over you know of course socially distancing and drops off a whole basket of like not just like snacks and you know different foods and things to eat but like a sitz bath which like I'd never heard of um witch hazel pads adult diapers um a hemorrhoid cream I mean the works you name it she brought it and so I had no idea like when I'm looking at all this stuff I'm like oh my gosh what is this and she's like okay first off like you want to make these like padsicles and like put you know witch hazel like on every single pad you know or adult diaper and like put it in the freezer and like freeze it and then that's what you're gonna wear and like it's literally like a kiss to your vagina and I was like what and so I you know I don't know what I'm doing so Justin like helps me you know get everything together and prepares all that and so you know that's what I start doing and oh my god like what a difference like that makes down there like it really does make things feel so much better especially in the beginning when it really does feel 
so raw and like she also told me like don't look down there like don't look at all and so I really did a good job of like last week of really not looking and like oh I just started kind of looking in the shower because I feel like it's starting to like swell and it feels a tiny bit more normal so I've been kind of <laughs> trying to check in and see what's going on but overall I've been trying not to really look and then I've never had hemorrhoids before oh my god for moms that have had them and have been there like you and like you know how painful and like how weird they feel I the first few days could barely sit like Justin had to get me a little donut pillow so I could kind of just like put myself on that and like not feel like I was pushing down on them just by sitting and then overall just laying down because it was so much more comfortable to lay down like right now I'm laying down on our couch it just feels better to like lay than it does to sit so I had no idea I had heard of hemorrhoids I had no idea what they felt like and oh my god and mine are apparently pretty big again can't really see them kind of grateful for that I've been showing Justin poor thing taking our relationship to a whole new level showing him my hemorrhoids and being like can you look at these do they look better do they look worse like what's going on um but like I said like Justin had said in our birth story episode looks like lip injections on your butt and I mean it kind of feels like that it's like these huge for those that have never had them like huge like I don't know like great ugh, huge like thick things that are just like stuck on the outside of your butt I don't know so weird and like they feel so uncomfortable and so I've been using like you know hemorrhoid cream and I've been doing the sits bath that I mentioned where you know basically so some people just do like warm water and they just it's like this little it's like a butt bath basically there's no cute way to, to explain it it's like this little piece for those that don't know that goes in the toilet I guess some people also do it in the tub um like you're not really supposed to get you know your stitches that wet so um well depending on what you've had done obviously but um I had a secondary tear so like I'm healing and you know my stitches I have to be careful about so um, I didn't want to like sit in the bath and then take a chance of like putting too much water or whatever so I just do it in toilet basically like literally like a butt it's a, a bath for your butt and you know of course your vagina also sits in there so it also gets the healing and everything but it helps the hemorrhoids go down it helps the healing you know down there and everything and it's just like warm water is what some people do but then some people actually do like herbs and everything which and thanks to my birth community like I have had so many different people helping me with that so um, one of the um, companies that sent me um, some sits bath stuff is um, bee bomb and ash and she's a mama company and she has like all these amazing herbs so basically I was using that in the sits bath and you know having that helped me and I honestly had no idea what I was doing so I was just pouring the herbs into the sits bath like you know on the toilet and then just kind of sitting and it, you know, it felt good and it felt soothing but like and I had no idea and I've still felt pretty raw and I've still felt like a lot of pain and so again luckily been working with princess from Bellybind, going to be helping me um learn how to wrap virtually my tummy to help with the postpartum process and everything and she sent me a whole beautiful kit of like palo santo and crystals and also sits bath stuff and all this stuff and so i received that recently and she's been coaching me and guiding me like texting me being like okay first off like you know make the have your husband or you make this blend with these herbs and like have it be infused and put that in your like peri bottle like you know in your i'm using my frida baby mom washer but like whatever peri bottle you use or to spray down there basically um all of those areas to help 
constantly spray and kind of keep it, I guess, I don't know, um, more like <laughs> moist, if you will, and not so like dry and tight, um, which they, you know, they give you at the hospital or midwife gives you. Um, it's important to use, even if you're just using warm water, then princess gave me the you know, um, advice to actually take her herbs, infuse it like, you know, into the blend and make it, you know, like this tea basically, and then use that to spray consistently on me. So I've been doing that for the last few days and wow, what a difference the healing is already feeling and like how much better it's feeling down there just from spraying um, consistently down there. And then also taking that same herbal infused and putting it in my sits bath and sitting in that has been like a game changer. So I've been rotating between her, her herbs and uh, Bebom Ash, um, who both are very similar you know, in their um, postpartum herbs that they are using because everyone has different ones that, you know, they feel help with healing. But I'll tell you what, I have been amazed by both and especially the advice and the healing coming from the using the Frida Baby um, washer and having Princess's Belly Bind um, uh, infused herbs and everything in there and spraying it every day. I really notice a difference and I can't believe like, wow, like this is so smart. But again, like I had no clue. Like I never had this kind of, you know, delivery before. So I'm sharing this because this has been helping me and I had no idea like there was a thing like, you know, apparently people do sit spats all the time. Like, what do I know? Um, so, you know, it's like this butt bath and then you take it one step further and do all this like herbal infusing and everything it really helps heal. And now being a little over, you know, a week out, I am feeling a difference down there. And I know it's got to be from that because before that I was just, you know, doing the sits bath, just kind of like regular style, like, or whatever I thought it was. And then hemorrhoid cream and that was it. Um, and then I also changed my hemorrhoid cream because I have so many from the hospital you know, like cortisones and, um, you know, yeah, ointment H and this and that. Um, Princess also gave me a, um, I'll link it here, but she gave me like a, a product to use and it basically has like um, stuff in it called husk, which is like, I guess like the helps with good bacteria for your hemorrhoids and a lot of midwives swear by it and use it. And I've noticed since I started using this one versus the other ones, it's really started to go down. Justin tells me it's gone down and I can feel that feels more comfortable and I can feel that um, it's starting to feel like it's a little less intense. So I'm hoping they go down further um, and go away. Everyone's like, push them back in, push them back in. Can I just tell you for those that have pushed them back in, how the frick do you push them back in? I have been trying like in the shower, like the ones that feel small, like that I, even though I can't see them, like trying to just like spread that area and like push and I cannot figure out how to get them back in. So kudos to those that can do that and understand it. And maybe that's like a, I don't know, you know, second level, third time level mom situation where you're used to it and you're like, you know, what's up, but my gosh, I tried and did not succeed. I feel like maybe they hurt more. So I'm leaving them alone. <laughs> I don't want to make them angry. Um, and I'm just like letting them be and using my cream and using my, you know, washer and all of that and hoping that it starts to go down further. But the healing is definitely so much better. I'm still in pain, but I pulled myself off of my heavy pain meds, um, because I didn't want to like be stuck on them and be like, so, you know, really touching on them, feeling like I needed them, um, personally. And now I'm just on like ibuprofen and trying to use it as I need it. 
and I'm already feeling so much better in a week being able to walk around, being able to, you know, change Artie, being able to help with Amelia, just do things that I couldn't do when I had my C-section. And I think that that's like one of the biggest parts of this for me is like mind peace again. Like our minds are just so, you know, not just so important, but they're so like consuming of everything for us, our thoughts, our emotions, everything. And when the mind tells us something, it's like, that's where we are. And I think that this time around, maybe like because my prep is so different for myself as a mom of lowering expectations, really focusing on more of the postpartum piece this time around. I feel like with Amelia, I was like, you know, first time mom, obviously going to be a first time mom. You know, I was so focused on like, you know, again, everything being pretty and like, oh, you know, how do I look in my maternity pictures and how does this look and oh, the baby shower and oh, is this, you know, good you know, to get for the baby and oh, look how cute this is. And like, don't get me wrong. Those things are obviously important. But after going through my postpartum depression and after going through, you know, this intense C-section, all of these things and the recovery of it and all the things that gone, went on with me, I think one of the things that I learned going into this birth and going into being a second time mom was not only lower your expectations, but like be easy on yourself and like give yourself grace and like allow yourself the time and allow yourself to feel all the things and know that it's totally normal and experience those emotions and not hide them and not push them away and to just be in it you know and to go through it and not fight it and not feel like oh my god I have to be perfect or I have to get this together I have to do this it's like no you don't like and who are you doing it for because you're certainly not doing it for other people I'll tell you that because other people really don't care you might think they care but they really don't um, and those that do you know well whatever it's really you so like I've had to really like teach myself and talk to myself and be like it's okay you're a hot mess it's okay like you're crazy like you're brand new to this it's only a weekend like you're adjusting everything is different like you know and just remind myself that like I'm in a whole new chapter again and I'm transitioning again and you know this is a whole new world for us um you know and for myself and I think that being so vulnerable and being so honest to myself and to my audience of course and everything else my birth community being so open about what postpartum really looks like and how you prepare for it um I think has really helped me and obviously going through my postpartum depression has also taught me and helped me I think that being kind to my mind um being very forward with myself that you know things are going to be very intense and different especially in the beginning beginning and then you know as things adjust and as I figure things out it'll get easier but just being aware of that and being open to that and allowing all that to just exist I think is a huge part of how I'm feeling right now and why I'm feeling like so good even though like I am in pain even though it is really hard emotionally and mentally and physically I still in my mind I feel stronger I feel empowered and I feel that I'm giving myself space that I need and I'm allowing myself to feel everything and I feel like that's really where I just I didn't do that with Amelia you know um, I didn't know how to um, I didn't allow myself to and I think that the more I focus on that part of the postpartum for myself this time around the more I tell myself all oh, this is normal and it's okay more than okay um, and lower those expectations and be in the moment and I don't know, just, just, you know, postpartum, it really is the next period in 
us becoming moms. And there's a reason they call it the fourth trimester. There's a reason why this is so heavily spoken on. You know, and I've had experts on about this and different, you know, public figures and things of that nature because it really is a thing. Um, and it really is so important to aware of and to give yourself that grace and to allow yourself to be in that postpartum period because we also you know again are reborn every time I believe we have a child and we go through so many changes and not just with our body but with our mind and our hormones and everything that changes and I think that like once you're open to that once you allow that the more that things will come a little bit easier and I think in general like you guys know I'm pretty spiritual and I become even more so spiritual from becoming a mom and everything I went through you know with Amelia and everything um, and also just really tapping into more of myself and everything and trying to work on my own involvement and growth I think that because I am more open in that sense for myself and holding that space for myself I think that maybe you know, that, that mind shift again has happened for me and I am just more open in general and I am um, aware of the postpartum uh, period so much more and allowing it to just be. And I think when you allow things to just be and you don't fight the universe, in my opinion, in general, um, things just flow easier, right? Like the universe wants to flow with you. You want to be in sync want to just be letting things happen and it's not easy obviously to let all things happen and <laughs> I'm so guilty of that but the more you do the more you surrender and I use that word surrender because I have to remind myself consistently to surrender I know you guys have seen my post on Instagram that I did before I had her early and I was having a really hard time with surrendering to the pregnancy and everything that was going on but I think that like the more you surrender the more you allow yourself space and to tell yourself that motherhood really is surrendering it's an, another level of surrendering in my opinion where you really have to like let go and let things happen and grow and evolve with your baby or with your children and just let yourself be I think that like that's such a gift but it's also so hard to do especially in you know this time where we're all on social media you know, we're all looking at everything, we're all comparing everything, you know, we're all guilty of it. Um, I think that when you can really tap into that and really allow that for yourself, I think that it just gives you that space and it just allows that beauty in and that, you know, um, just, just, you know, I, I'm trying to find another word for space, but just holding space for yourself, you know, like something I've had to learn consistently, like drawing boundaries, holding space for myself. You know, being open to allowing myself to just be, not feel guilty that I'm not doing certain things and not feel guilty that I can't get on every FaceTime or I can't, you know, be available to this or I can't be available to that or whatever it may be. Saying no, allowing yourself that space, do what you need to do, you know, as a mom and for yourself too. Like, you know, like again with Amelia, I feel like it was like I would, you know, do everything I needed for her. And then as soon as she was good, I would like go right into whatever I had to do for work. And of course, like, you know, we have to work, not everyone, but many of us have to work and are supporting, you know, our household or sharing and supporting in the household, whatever it may be. And, you know, thank God I have a supportive husband and have that 
you know, for myself, but I also want to work. I enjoy working and I'm passionate about it and want to contribute to my family. It's nice for myself to tell myself it's okay to take breaks. And if I don't have the energy to do something, it's okay to just take a nap or it's okay to want to just take a shower or, you know, wash my face and put a mask on. Like these are things I didn't allow myself with Amelia that I'm really, really focusing on right now with Arlie and it kind of makes me laugh because I think to myself now I have two I'm trying to create more space for myself and why didn't I do that when I had just her but again like you know we learn and we you know we we grow and evolve from obviously everything we go through and I think that my birth of Amelia and postpartum depression and everything else has really taught me where I am now to be in that space and to allow myself to continue to make that space for myself and to honor it you know I mean like even for example with Justin like he you know will have like his cigar night and you know he'll tell me like I'm gonna go you know it's usually when the girls are asleep so that he knows I'm good and you know I'm not on my own he'll be like I'm gonna take my you know little hour and go relax and you know have my wine or have my cigar whatever it may be and chill it's like he's holding that space for himself good for him because he also you know is doing a lot and has had a ton of adjustment and you know it's helping so much especially to being home which I'm so grateful that I do have that because you know in a normal world I wouldn't have so having him be a part of everything has been such a blessing and just so nice to have four of us but I just appreciate that he is even honoring his own space and so I'm trying to teach myself how to do more of that for myself especially now that I have two girls and, you know, giving myself that space and allowing that for myself and telling myself that's okay. And I think that, um, you know, also, um, obviously I know that I'm very blessed to be able to work from home and to be able to, you know, have a lot of my work be with part of my girls and everything I'm doing, but I've also created that in my own life and created that in my own space. And a lot of people will say to me like, you know, wow, it must be hard working from home, but it must be also really nice, you know, and will ask me my opinion. And like, yeah, it is really hard. It also is such a blessing. I am so grateful that I am able to do it, you know, for most of projects, you know, minus, of course, when I'm normally on camera in person and all of that, you know, in a, again, <laughs> a normal world. But I've also created that space for myself. And I've transitioned in that in my own brand and in my own journey. And I continue to empower myself to do that and I encourage you know any moms that are thinking about that for themselves as well do the same because you know you can do anything you want when you allow yourself to have that space and you allow your mind to go there and to believe in yourself and empower yourself and I think that that's something that again I've been learning day in and day out of being Amelia's mom and now being Amelia and Ari's mom is continuously empowering myself holding space for myself and allowing myself to just be. The more I do that, the more I create that openness, the more the rigidness leaves, and the more I am able to tap into more of myself. And when I say more of myself, I mean like really tap into who Ali is and who I am as a woman and a mother and just myself as an individual. And I think that this time around, I'm trying to be really aware, like, you know, just like Truly mindful of how I feel when things change um, and the emotions that come with all that 
and like what I need and what I need to tap into. Like obviously (laughs) I'm only like a little over a week out so like I'm sure I'll have a breakdown uh, in like an hour and be like oh my god you know this is crazy. I think just being honest about that with myself and like with you guys and sharing that I think that that's what makes it more beautiful and also makes it that much more um, real and you know honest and transparent for myself to be like yeah shit is hard like things are gonna be crazy like that's just the way it goes um yesterday when I was like cleaning up the kitchen and I was like feeling good like okay let me get the dishwasher going and let me clean up the sink and like let me just feel like I'm cleaning things up so I feel like the house isn't so crazy and I was trying to just a little bit caught up while I was doing that you know Amelia was reading a book Next thing I know, I turn around and she's screaming. She had taken her little cup I had given her with her green juice um, because I, I'm always drinking green juice and she wants my green juice. So I gave her some in a cup and she poured it all over herself. And not only she poured it all over herself, it's all over the floor. Her nose, she's screaming. And I'm like, oh my God, Arlie's sleeping in the little mama room, like not even 10 feet. Thank God, Arlie's sleeping through this. And I'm just like, oh my God, no, that did not just happen. So I like obviously stop what I'm doing over and I'm like, okay I'm cleaning her up getting it out of her nose calming her down you know and the whole thing and I had to kind of just laugh because I'm like you know welcome to the shit show you know like it's gonna be like this and like there's gonna be things that continuously happen that are just that's the way it goes and you know that's motherhood obviously in a nutshell but also like that's me adjusting to being a mom of two thank god Arlie didn't wake up screaming and freaking and kind of just chilled and like I said, she's been a really chill baby and been really good about Amelia. But, you know, Amelia had a little meltdown and who knows if she did it on purpose or if she did it on accident. Who knows? Regardless, it happened. She was super upset and I had to like console her and sit with her and like really get her to be back to like her happy place before I could continue finishing up what I was doing in the kitchen. And then by the time I got her calm and got her chill on the couch, Carly was waking up and it was time for her to nurse. So like that was that in a nutshell. So I just, you know, I think the more that um, obviously as I go through this and, you know, share with you guys, um, the more I'll learn. And for those that are moms of two, three, four, five, six, like plus you guys are beyond like amazing, like legit. I can't even Um, the idea of like more than this right now is very intense (laughs) um it's funny because Justin and I were like laughing the other day when we were talking and you know talking about like you know future and you just never know and you know it's like you look at the newborn and you're like oh my god this is so cute so many snuggles and then you're like oh my gosh this is so insane like maybe we'll just stay here and won't have more you know so it's like it's crazy how your mind you know obviously you go back and forth but you know we really don't know we're like gonna take this a day at a time and see where life is and how we feel but it's just crazy how you you know go up and down like that like oh yeah we'll have more oh maybe no we won't and so um you know we'll see but it's just it's 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 wild but at the same time like you know I have to keep telling myself like I can do this you know there's like again there's moms that have way more and do it you know and more power to them but I think the more we empower ourselves as women more we empower ourselves as moms more we can do and the more we allow ourselves to do i think that between the empowerment and truly holding that space for ourselves and giving ourselves that grace the more we really can tap into our own like super strength if you will and like our own like mom powers superpowers to be able to feel like yes i can do this yes i can make things happen i may not be able to make everything happen 
all at once, that's for sure. And I may not be able to, you know, get everything done that I want in every given day. I will get things done and things will happen. And, you know, and if I can't, then, you know, as long as I have support or I allow myself to have support or I make changes to have support, whatever that looks like for obviously every different individual, um, that's just so important too. And giving yourself that space to know like it's okay to feel that way too. Like if you're drowning, it's okay to be like, I need support. I think that that's something also too that I'm succumbing to and learning and giving myself that grace to be like, if I feel overwhelmed, it's okay take a minute and take a break if I feel overwhelmed it's okay you know to ask for help from you know Justin my husband it's okay to put Arlie down the bassinet to be able to go in the bathroom and wash my face you know like just little things to allow yourself to have that space I think is so important and I think that you know um as I learn as a mom of two and what works for me I'll obviously share you know my different my different hacks as well as um, my, you know, my struggles and everything of, you know, I'm learning and what I'm going through. But I just think that, um, you know, I, I'm excited to be a mom of two. I'm scared shitless, don't get me wrong. But um, it's really exciting to see their bond already and see how much Amelia loves Harley and how much she just wants to be a big sister and to her and help with everything. Like she hands me wipes when I'm changing her and she turns on the Mama Roo with the button and wants to buckle her and she wants to sit next to her when you're changing her and when I'm nursing her she wants to see what's going on and she just wants to be a part of it all and I know she's going to be such a big help Harley grows and I know that getting to see their relationship grow is going to be like the best part of all of this is like watching them become you know, sisters like as actual little people and understand their little bond and you know all of that I know is going to just bring in so much more like love to our family and I'm really excited for like all of those moments without rushing you know of course the newborn stage because the newborn cuddles really are the best um, I've been enjoying them I think even more so than I allowed myself to with Amelia like I totally enjoyed Amelia's newborn cuddles and like loved on her so much but I feel like again it was like I didn't let myself just lay there and like relax and enjoy the cuddles it was like I work gotta do this gotta get up gotta make myself look cute like all these like stupid things that felt you know like so important in that moment that now I'm just like whatever I'm in an adult diaper I'm in a t-shirt I look like a hot mess but I'm enjoying the newborn snuggles I'm enjoying being with my you know toddler and my newborn and being a mess together and just enjoying everything you know and being in the moment I think that that's like my biggest thing right now so I just wanted to give you guys a little update of what's going on and you know, how I've been feeling and I'll definitely continue to do some more solos as I go through you know being a new mom of two um, and share more with you guys but I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the messages I have been getting and emails and you know just so many people have been reaching out that listen to the podcast and follow me on social and friends you know followers like my community just everybody who's been checking on me asking me how I'm doing you know wanting to know how the new world of being a mom of two is all the things it means so much to me you guys have no idea the support and just the outreach is like another level for me I appreciate it so much and Arlie is <laughs> crying she obviously uh, wants me to uh, either nurse her or rock her or do something um, so I'm gonna go but I just wanted to say thank you so much you know to everyone 
thank you to my birth community for being there for me again through this VBAC and through going into this new transition of being a mom of two. And I can't wait to share more of my journey with you guys. So hope you guys are having, um, you know, had a good week. And till next time, cheers. Bye.